0: Good. Yeah.
1: Business globally spends billions of dollars um, each year on tools that aims at delivering specific outcomes. According to the IDC, the International Data Corporation, companies would spend 2.3 billion dollars by 2023. However, when we look closer, we see gaps in finding a cohesive approach that ties together all solutions under one umbrella. Welcome to a new episode of Corporate Break. Guys, we're all familiar. With this challenge, and today I'd like to go through the process of breaking the problem down to, cause, um, to causes um, and then share um, a lesson learned and come up with a framework to help business and leaders avoid massive waste of their resources going forward. So today I have with me Kevin and Robert. Good morning, guys.
2: Good morning, man. Good morning.
1: Um, why we don't start with you, Kevin, actually. What's your thoughts about um, and digital transformations and share a bit of your listen-learn of your career and project that you've been working on? And then maybe also, Robert, to be move to you and, and hear your thoughts about what they have seen as of late and driving some of the project as well.
0: Okay, so in my experience and what I've actually learned, uh, and I read an article recently on uh, Harvard Business Review, uh, and it's I find it quite... Uh, truthful to my own experience so it's broken down to generally like, four categories we are talking about uh, technology data process people and of course the uh, change management uh, for me where the key thing between all of this is, is the communication and quality of data so many large companies want to have digital transformation they want to redesign processes but either they don't have the correct data or they don't have enough data and they often skip this part where they start thinking actually okay the, the bigger picture and they don't actually work up their data they don't have the communication between all of the teams meaning if you've got operational teams you've got process teams you've got transformation teams you've got change management and you have it they're not always aligned so for me, the in my experience, the, when it works best is when you have proper infrastructure of data and investment in data first, and also the right people in charge who understand that the communication is needed from all areas. So you don't have individual teams working on their own area. You have a clear communication between all and a clear strategy between all. Yeah, I have to agree with Kevin, and uh, I want to underline
2: one thing that you mentioned: is that IT plays a big role in the digital transformation, but at the end, the IT itself or technology itself is not the enable. Uh, oh, oh, sorry, it is enable, enabler, but it's not the driver, because at the end, the people are the. Uh, the, the factor that actually implement the technology into the organization and then at the end they will, they will use, use it. So, in, in my opinion, uh, the technology itself needs to be kind of uh, adjusted to the people's needs. And then, as you mentioned, there need to be proper change management into the like, entire, entire, ch- entire techno- digital transformation uh, process.
1: Just I want to reflect a bit what's happened in 2020, I think we talked about the first or the second um, uh, episode in corporate break is about the crisis in 2020, how that that played out and, and where is the points about that, you know, technology always is ahead of people and mostly ahead even of the problems um, and just because of the process to how the technology works. Um, what I want to do too, we know all, all that the digital transformation is becoming is a really imperative so that imperative that that ensure business continued in time of crisis like we've seen in 2020 but how do you see where that breaks out you know you got the solutions basically just the process of selecting what solutions you got to have and in, in place but why 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 there's all the time of lag between technology readiness and when the people are ready to adapt that and I know you talked about some of that. Some, in alluding to communication change management and then having aligned all of the pieces of the buzz about process peoples and, and, and adding to that. but How do you see that playing out? I mean, how, what's the optimum things to do to be sure that we do a successful transformation te- from technology perspective?
0: For me, it's investment in people. It's actually enabling your employees and hiring the right employees to look for growth and to move out of their comfort zone. I think uh, quite often where uh, companies be- can become stagnated is when they are stuck in their cultures, they're stuck in their habits. And I understand you have uh, uh, corporation and cultures and you want that into your uh, employees. However, quite often it's just on paper. You get it on your onboarding. It's not always uh, a part of the daily life. So when you actually talk about uh, a continuous improvement or enabling employees to look for change, quite often when you try and implement a change, you get resistance and people are not so open to it. And this is why companies, a lot of companies are just far behind. Like you said, technology. The technology's been here for several years, but we're far behind it and we're catching up. But lots of companies are actually just catching up on technology that was there five years ago. And it's a slow process and, of course, over Of adoption. Exactly, the adoption. So, again, for me, it's a, the, down to the actual people and the leaders.
1: I want to come back to you, Robert, when you talked a bit about, you know, um, the process of that. And I know you've got a lot of experience in terms of deploying technology and solution as well. Um, you know, we all agree digital transformation isn't only about implementing a new solution, right? It's, it's about getting more value of the existing one. It's like, how we can see, do you share, do you have some experience, like from real life when you met in some of your project, when you say, oh, the, 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 pro- the solution for a problem is, just we need, a new, we, need, we need a solution. And, you know, we forget under our nose, there is a solution actually, but we don't know how to use it.
2: Yeah, to be honest, our organization has a lot of solution already meaning IT, all the big companies has the big IT department that is sitting in the group and probably they already have some, something that can be used but not necessarily it is shared within the entire organization. So very often we, as a part of the organization, we're looking for some solution outside the organization then we want to bring it to the company we're doing the evaluation and so on and then at the end of this process IT is going back, wait a moment but we already have it, we can we can use it. So why are you looking something on the on the market? And this process actually is taking like several months. And then instead instead of doing sort of implementing the solution, we actually making a discussion, you know, finding something that is already existing in the in the company.
1: But isn't 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 the source of that because the business fails to recognize the magnitude of efforts of the digital transformation, which is obviously goes beyond investment. Like most often. Uh, some of the conversation I've been part of is the old discussion is only about how much the solution will cost. And, and we forget about that, the impact actually of deploying a solution in employees and customers and business goals. So I think it's, there's a kind of psychological things. So usually we tend to like to buy new things like in just for a private person life. It's like you, you prefer to buy a new phone than fixing your broken screen, right? And is it, is it the same? Is it, What do you think, guys? Is it is it the same think I, I,
2: I think it's the, it is the same, and this is why, I mean, it is because we didn't ask the question why at the very beginning. So why we need a new technology? Is it like a, a continuous cost pressure that we have in the organization, and we need to do something to just bring the, the cost down? Or this is just the I don't know, increasing productivity of our people, or even uh, improving the customer relation. But we actually don't ask the question at the, ver- at the very beginning, we just look at the market and we actually looking what is most advertised the solution in the internet.
0: Yeah, again, for me it's, and I talk about this a lot on the podcast, but it's the communication. It's exactly knowing the why and communicating that through all the different departments in your organization. Uh, Ben, as you mentioned earlier, about kind of catching up with technology, quite often it's just uh, almost a a slow-burning peer pressure when companies are realizing, well, hold on, every other company uses this technology. Why are we not using it? Okay, how can we use this technology? Let's uh, go to the companies, let's test it, let's look at it, and then they fit it in like an odd-shaped piece piece of the puzzle at a later date, and they, they force it in. Sometimes it's like putting the, you know, the the circle through the uh, circle peg through the uh, yeah. round peg through the square hole. Yeah, is that they're trying to do it because they feel oh, we don't want to be left behind. <laughs>
1: Okay, so I, I would like to, to go develop two things. So we're talking about communication, but communication is more about are you mean? there's two parts of the communication. There's part when you already made your mind on solutions and deploying, and so it's a way to avoid a resistance in organizations. And also, you will, you will assume that that's be preceded by having a risk assessment and impact on all of those things but where you see communication playing out in the early days and in the conversation between the business, for example, and the solution owner, like we go, we're talking about IT and here departments, mostly in the businesses. Is it like truly a communication problem at in, in, in the beginning or is more of an understanding of the why is actually aligning on the why and how you fit that in all together?
0: So it's the why. So when I'm talking about communication, it's the why. Okay. And actually you can have three uh, people in a room, you can have three people on a podcast, we can be saying the same thing, but we all leave having a different, a different opinion and understanding And this is for where it. the communication of the why, because, exactly, I want this to improve the processes, to give a better pro, uh, service to uh, our customers. Great, it's very clear. However, IT go away and think from their IT perspective.
1: We don't need that, it is we don't need that.
0: Yeah, exactly, maybe not the key for them, or they think it from a more practical point of view of how to implement it in the tools that they currently have. Whereas, uh, you know, it's just having that clear, it's not just the communication on why, it's fully being aligned on the why, and deciding as a group, of course, if it's possible, and the best vendor to go to, the best uh, product, best technology to use.
1: But how... You know the fear of missing out that comes around, right? The fear of missing out, Um, and usually because you have some of the executive juggling in between few positions, and even you have people like different working different companies, sitting in different boards, and this is kind of creating that umbrella of the invisible um, experience sharing platform. And again, there's the fear of missing out, but and then how you could build how how business could build a better rationale. To avoid a, a, a misplaced decisions based on just emotions or fear of missing out, and 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 shift that to more of a reasonable and and, and fact based decisions. And then investing in a technology again is investing. We see only the monetary value of that investment, right? It's just we say, oh, it's going to cost us an X Y amount of money, but we we don't measure the cost of training people, the cost of cascading that, the cost of changing habits, and all of that, and 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 that cost, actually, we can, it's, it's hard to link it to a hard dollar. But I think if we could one day, it might be more and higher and more, and more signi- significant than it is actually the cost of deploying the, t- the technology itself. H- how do you see that playing out?
2: Yeah, I think you touched the right point, because very often we don't measure anything. We don't even measure the return of investment. So we, we are deciding that we want to implement some solution, but at the end, We don't know whether it is uh, something that we need and whether it's something to bring us the value.
1: But who who takes leads on that? Who who would be responsible of doing uh, a return investment um, and a business case, uh, explaining the why? If we talk about the the four pillars, people, process, um, and then technology owners, who should drive that? Is it the process owner or is it the solution owner? Who, Who triggered that process?
0: It should either be defined right at the beginning, again with the communication when you're discussing the why, clearly, was that, or this is when your leadership comes in, when you have a clear leader so who takes responsibility for these actions. I believe, uh, okay, somebody like Steve Jobs did this at Apple when they had uh, different departments work in different silos. So you had your marketing department, you had your finance department, and you had your des- design department. And they were all tasked with different uh, end goals, and when they came up with uh, some original uh, iPhones, of course the development had this great technology, but marketing were saying we can't market this because how can we? because it's so expensive? Finance were saying okay, we need to cut the cost, need to cut the costs. They went back to the development team. They they made the changes, made it a less uh, nice product, let's just say. Steve Jobs took control of all three and said he had final decision
1: on oh, all. Right, yeah. So right.
0: sometimes a leadership, however of course not all not all uh, companies have a leader like uh, Steve Jobs that's one way of doing it. But again being clear at the beginning of communication who is responsible for what. Again it goes down to the why and probably the person who'd be most affected by the why should be responsible for it in my opinion.
1: So I want just to catch up on that. So we talked about in the first two phases basically design and define right and then if we come okay now we know we have the why and we know what the amount of investment we know what the, bet, the cost benefit case and all of that but it's it's actually in I let's look to the end user or the people who will be impacted by deploying in an ideal world we all know everyone is welcome a technological change on easy to make people's life easier right it's like upgrading your phone or upgrading your computer as a, as a person. Um, however, in reality, the change is much harder. And it's no surprise that digital transformation fails. is isn't because of the tech is bad or because of the wrong strategy. We, we mostly have those in the right way. But it's about being, having the inadequate or incomplete execution. That's what leads to a change management we're talking about. So how you can see that playing out for people?
2: So I think this is the management role. Some time ago we talked about two types of managers. One is the chess manager and then and the second one is the checker manager. So I think in this case we need more chess managers. The managers that are actually, or the even leaders that are able to motivate people enough to to use or just even motivate them to uh, motivate and, and present what the technology can bring to the organization. Not only to the organza- organization as such, but what kind of a benefit this technology can bring to the people, and to their daily lives.
1: But is, is it that? Because if... Yeah, go ahead, Kevin.
0: For me, it's also the employees to take that responsibility. And this is when it comes to the culture, and this is when it comes to the training at the beginning. And to empower them. They need to understand that you work in a company that will bring change, and the change will benefit you. might not be at the beginning, long-term change. And again, if it's the leadership explaining it correctly, down to that uh, all levels of staff, then every single person should take some form of responsibility for the implementation, for the change.
1: So just to recap, and I think we, we talked about a lot, there's a different moving puzzles in there, but I think there's three themes that make sure that the the, um, the digital transformation has become successful. Is one is define where change is needed most. It's all about developing clear directions, impact of technological change, and suggesting capabilities and areas that require attention and investment. The second one that we talked about that is how, how we draw that on the board is basically define the steps and sequence. And it's all about creating a framework that makes sure that change stick. Um, whether that organizational process change um, who will lead the change and how will be sequenced. And the third, it's about empowered people. We talked about it to make sure that digital transformation be successful. It is about, um, it is the core actually of a change. It's about enabling people to embrace the change. And we talked about a lot on that and, you know, make the change with people, not to people. So, thanks, thank you guys uh, for joining me today. It's a very interesting uh, conversations. and see you around.
2: Thank you. Thank you.